welcome to Quantum of Misses, the James Bond podcast that experienced James Bond the old-fashioned way, in a random order designed to mirror the whims of the ITV schedulers of the 80s and 90s. I'm Christopher, and this is The Misses. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. And quite fittingly, we are now here to do this final uh, podcast, well, almost final podcast, final regular podcast. Uh, in a situation because of the uh, COVID-19 uh, outbreak where we are uh, stuck in the house for, you know, a, a prolonged period, a, more, a longer period of time than usual. Because, of course, when we first started this, we were stuck in the house for uh, because of the uh, a snowstorm. Do you remember? How did we start the Beast from the East? And the, we started with what was called the Beast from the East in uh, in Britain. Um, yes, we st- we we took took that as an opportunity to uh, to start doing this podcast that we thought about a little bit before. Yeah. But the purpose of this episode is just to uh, wrap up what we've uh, found out so far. Uh, go back to some of the questions that I asked Fiona way way back in the introductory podcast. Oh, and see if we I answer the same. Not so much see if you answer the same. See if some of the questions you didn't have an answer to, but see if you've got a, uh, uh, if you now have an answer or if the answer is different as we review the twenty five uh, official Bond films and the two uh, non official but still canon Bond films. We one might of which, not dwell on them. Oh, I think we should. <laughs> Especially one of them. In fact, in fact, both of them are really good. Uh, so, yes. So can I just put a disclaimer? You can. So, for all of you who may have travelled this journey with us, <laughs> you know I have watched these films. <laughs> for any of you who are just listening to this wrap-up one, because, you know, if you're going to ha- listen to one, then this is a good one to listen to. Believe me, I have watched all these films in the last couple of years that we've been doing this, doesn't mean I necessarily remember them. And um, I won't be able to recall. Um, I think I'll probably be able to recall all the Bond names, but maybe not all the names of the films. And um, certainly not all the baddies or ladies. 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 Um, or anything like that. So don't don't think that I haven't watched them. I am just like that. Things that aren't important don't stay in my brain. Well, that's it. You've just turned everybody... Nobody who's listened to all these podcasts does not think James Bond is important. Well, I'm more calling to the people who might think, oh, well, I'm related to her. I might as well listen to the wrap-up one at least. You probably just have emailed that person. (laughs) So, I'm going to start with the first question that I asked you. Oh, yeah, what was that? uh, All that time ago, Mm -hmm. which was... Paraphrasing, see if you can remember which film it was. It was said, or actually quoting from a film. What do you know of James Bond? He is an MI6 agent. Oh, you're going this way, are you? With a, a license to kill, he is a double O, mm-hmm. and he has sometimes goes rogue to um, claim his own vengeance for people. Dying that he cared about. But we put a bit of a slant on that in the number of films he actually does that in, compared to the number of films he doesn't do that in. Well, no, he, generally he's a goodie that fights for king and can, queen and country, and um, but of often uses seduction of women as a tool to get his end away and his outcome. Um, <laughs> I've never heard it called that before. <laughs> and. Um, 
and he's a suave, sophisticated chap who um, likes to do things with a bit of flair and style. And I think he enjoys the the chase with the, the baddies and the victory that he normally gets. Okay. You said he was generally a goodie. Mm-hmm. Can you think of any examples of when you think he wasn't a goodie? Or was that about how he treats women? Well, there's that, but there's also when he goes a bit rogue, there's a question mark about whether he is actually putting his country first or his own um, desire for revenge ahead of that. Ah. Which doesn't necessarily make him a baddie, but mm-hmm. just question marks his, his good status right. in, in his professional career. You can tell that Fiona works in management, can't you? Because the idea that you might go off mission is always bad. <laughs> You should do what you're told, not what you know is right. Well, certainly um, going against your authorities is always bad. <laughs> I do not subscribe to this theory. Uh, that yes. Well, that's interesting. That's like, that you don't have any subordinates, do you? No. And, and long with that, I bet uh, uh, James Bond is sort of like a civil servant in the same way that I am, sort of like a civil servant. So, and that's not, and, that, and the comparisons don't end there. Our exciting lifestyle and uh, uh, love of fine things and fine women. Haha, now you can't argue. Well, but yet you still seem to. You look as though you're about to argue. Well, Bond never sticks with the one woman for terribly long. Well, we don't know that. Because we only see small episodes of his life. I mean, he does get married. He does get married. But that didn't last long. No, not we, through not through his fault. No, not through anything that he does. No, but I'm just saying, um, and he will always put his mission above other things. So if he needs to sleep with another woman, he will. I don't think that's something you want to aspire to, darling. That's what Mrs. Bond that you never see thinks as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, think of the opposite of Bond. <laughs> then you'll think of my husband. Oh, so I am a perfectly well-adjusted member of society. Who has no feelings. Who has no feelings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's only Daniel Craig's brought in feelings, therefore I can be the complete opposite of Bond. That would be <laughs> <laughs> I think fast in a, in a tight corner. I'm quite good. You always say I'm actually quite good in a crisis compared to in real life. Don't you? Do I? Well, I say it. <laughs> Does that count as you saying it? No. Okay. Uh, let me think. Anything else that I am? You're reliable on? to do what you're told. That's right. I, I get, I get the, the job done. Bond. I get, I get the job done though. Aye, but you don't go rogue. Ah, uh, you don't know if I go rogue or not. It's not your roguish charm I fell in love uh, with. Okay, I thought it was. <laughs> oh. I know every boy, especially a boy who was a boy in the eighties or sixties, seventies, whatever. Uh, you were a boy. The 80s. No, no, and I'm, 90s. I'm just saying, other people <laughs> oh, right, who I might see. have grown up I with see. Bond in an influence uh, wants to be Bond. But, darling, you're not. Oh. You've chosen this moment <laughs> to break this information to me. Oh. Well, what was interesting, he said, changing the subject <laughs> of that, uh, was that. When I asked you that question the first time, you answered entirely factually, real-worldly, in terms of he is a character in films and books. Oh, really? Yes. You, I had to ask you later on, but fictionally, who is James Bond? Mm. So that's interesting, that James Bond has now become 
you know, a, a, a person, yeah, in my a, life, a person yeah. first rather than, than, than a character first. So the next question I asked you off the back of that um, was, who played James Bond? Oh, I probably back then said Roger Moore. I'm, I'm, and probably Shashawn. Uh-huh. I'm asking you now, though. Don't worry about Okay, all right. You well, could even do it in order if you wanted. Oh, I'll probably forget some of the ones that weren't real. Um, <laughs> Sean Connery. Mm-hmm. Well, just do, just do the, the, the canon one. George like. Lazenby. Mm-hmm. Is it then Roger Moore? Timothy Dalton. Piers Brodsman. Daniel Craig? Correct. Is that the rule? That's the rule. All right. So let's briefly go off canon. I don't think we can. Who was James Bond in the greatest film ever made? Even when I looked at your notes earlier. This is quite easy, given that pretty much everybody in that film played James Bond. No, No, it isn't. David Niven? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one that was in the notes. I still don't know who he is. Oh, he is, right. Okay. Uh, The next question that I asked you was, um, are they sexy? Some are, some aren't. Were they sexy? Some were, some weren't. Okay. Who? So now definitively, because you gave vague answers back in the day, definitively, Sean Connery, sexy sexy then. Sexy now. Well, not now. He's like... A million and four. Yeah. Sexy in all the films he played James Bond. Even Never Say Never Again? Even Never Say Never Again. Got to do all the singing, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, George Lazenby. No. No, Not sexy then? No. Not so you probably have no idea what George Lazenby looks like now. Okay. Uh, Roger Moore, sexy then? Well, you see, I have an issue with Roger Moore. Mm -hmm. Early days, I wouldn't say sexy, but I would say he is good looking. Right. Later on in his career, mm-hmm. looked too much like my dad. For you to accept that that would be a sexy thing. Yeah. What about, not now, obviously, having been dead for three years, but towards the end of his life, still not sexy? No. Okay. Timothy Dalton, sexy then? Now, I think Timothy Dalton and... The one um, afterwards. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Look quite similar to each other. Okay. But Timothy Dalton has too much eyebrow. Too much eyebrow. Okay. But I, I, I could see that he was could be seen as good looking, but not does anything for me. Okay. But Piers Brosnan, mm-hmm. he was attractive. Right. Attractive now with the grey hair. I don't know what he looks like now. All right. So I should really have set this up actually with yeah, then you, and now. Yeah, you could do have that. done that. Uh, Daniel Craig, we all know, is just like. A, you know, a potato with big ears. So we won't even ask he about him. He could never be not sexy. I think he could gone. never be not sexy. But I think it's the way he plays Bond. Right. It's the arrogance, uh, without being tongue in cheek, that is actually an attractive character. Oh. Not don't try and emulate him. I'd hate to be <laughs> married to him. But as something to watch on the on the screen that mm-hmm. is quite attractive. Oh, interesting. So. <laughs> Let's have the order then. If you had to have sex with all the James Bonds, in what order would you have sex with them? Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. First, you'd have him, you wouldn't you wouldn't leave him to the Not end. Not like pudding, no. Right, okay. <laughs> I might die before I get there. Right. Okay. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> <laughs> 
if I can guarantee you will live to the end of... Well, I'll just put them in the order that I'd want them. Right, okay. Daniel Craig, then Sir Sean. Right. Then Piers Brosnan. Mm Mm-hmm. Then... You have to learn how to pronounce his name properly. (laughs) At least sound like you know what his name is. Then Timothy Dalton. Mm Mm-hmm. Then George Lazenby, then Roger oh, Moore. Oh, of course, I'm right. This is because you think Roger Moore looks like your dad. Yeah. I see. Okay, well, that's, that's interesting. So, um, we have just watched twice, because you wanted to see it again. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a compilation of all them all saying Bond, James Bond. Uh, which one did you say? Who's, well, you can answer either of Who says it the best and which specific instance of James Bond, James Bond was the best? Well, I think they all had. Quite good portrayals of it. Oh, okay. Um, but my favourite was Timothy Dalton. Pierce in... Brosnan. Oh. I don't know why I wrote that down, but we're <laughs> looking at him, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, in Goldeneye. That was your, that was the best one. Mm-hmm. That was the best one for you. I would say who said it the best is Timothy Dalton in The Living Daylights because of the way he just kind of throws it away. Well, what was he doing at the time? He parachutes onto the yacht. Oh, that, and yeah. And takes yeah. the phone off her. Uh, I like that, but I think the best instance of it is Pierce Brosnan in The World Is Not Enough when he uh, says the beginning of it before they go up on the sort oh, of lift yeah. thing and then says the end of it at the end because they managed to get the whole Bond theme in between the Bond and the wait, James wait, Bond. Wait, wait, wait. Well, you haven't answered the previous question. Oh, what previous question? Which Bond would you sleep with in what order? <laughs> uh, okay. Um... See, this is why I'm not like James Bond. I happily answer this question with no uh, threat to my masculinity. Do you think that Bond was a bit reluctant to oh, be I think, perceived I think, as homosexual? I think he would have been for a while. I know there's a bit in Skyfall where he kind of enjoys, suggests, yeah. But I wonder if that's just psyching out mm. uh, Silver. Anyway, uh, Timothy Dalton is the sexiest James really? Bond. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then <laughs> you tried that bit too much. <laughs> Then I would say Shoshon. Uh-huh. Then Lazenby. Then Brosnan. Then Moore. Then Daniel Craig. You really don't like him, do you? I don't. I, I, I do not see at all what, what anybody finds attractive about Daniel Craig. David Niven, Peter Sellers, Woody Allen, they would all be before Daniel Craig for me, to be brutally frank. <laughs> that guy, Ter- Terence Cooper. Trying to give all the male bonds and the Casino Royale. Uh, so, there we go. Um, we're doing the Bond, James Bond best. Right. Uh, okay. Can you name some of the films that James Bond has appeared in? In order. Oh! I can't not say Aren't I can. we bold? Aren't we bold? <laughs> Doesn't have to be in order. No extra points for that. Can I, can I use notes? You can use notes, yeah. That's no, you can't use notes. <laughs> no, no. Of course you can't. Um, Dr. No. Was indeed the first James Bond film, yes. Just name them. Thunderball? Yep. Moonraker? Yep. Um, I better get a list and sort of start mucking them off, eh? Man with a Golden Gun? Yep. Goldfinger? Golden Eye? Mm-hmm. Um, Never Say Never Again? Tomorrow Never Dies? Spectre? Skyfall? The World Is Not Enough? Uh, Diamonds Are Forever. You know I'm going to make you sing them all after you've done this, don't you? I said Thunderbolt and Moonraker. You have? 
There's one that we watched three times and you don't remember the name of it. Casino Royale. Yeah. This is now going to become like uh, audio. Give us a clue. No, no, wait. Let me let me just think through them first. Um, Never let die. Oh yes, that's one. She's not giving up yet. <laughs> I'm not trying to put you off, but I do have to fill the ear. I know, I know, I know. From Russia with love. On a Majesty's Secret Service. Right, now I need clues. What's the name of the podcast? Quantum of Misses, so Quantum of Solace. Octopussy. Game fast. <laughs> You're enjoying that a bit too much. I need more clues now. You more clues. Okay. Um, Madonna did the theme tune. There was an invisible car. Uh, I'm not going to expire in this lunar cycle. No time to die. I know that's, that's not... the but... next one. I know. Can't have that. I'm not, going to, die. I'm not going to die in this uh, cycle of the rotation of the planet. I'm going die to... another day. Yeah, all right, good. Yeah. Um, Can I get the no time to die? Yes. Uh, James Bond's double O, which means he has a... License to kill. Yeah. Um, uh, cats have nine lives, but James Bond. You only live twice. Yes. If I said never say never again. You have, yeah. Uh, um, I must have scared the living daylights. Yeah. Uh, but like heaven above me. The spy who loved me. He just looked at him to go, why are you singing down? I was expecting more. You've got two left. They're both Roger Moore's. I'm gonna accept these you're gonna get these from a description of the film, right? <laughs> the challenge you're has been set. Right? I don't uh, remember the film. Okay. Uh he's a very old Roger Moore. Uh, it's on the Eiffel Tower. Isn't that Living Let Die? No. The that, that's that's a very young uh, Roger Moore. Is he on the Life of Time? No. Yeah. Uh, no, not, not Living Let Die. Um, Christopher Walken and Grace Jones as Mayday. I remember the film. It doesn't it's mean that. It's about flooding. Film. How would I remember what the film's right, called? Right, okay. You're looking at a murder. Looking. Watching. Looking. Seeing. At a murder. Seeing a crime? <laughs> yes, seeing a crime. The <laughs> new James Bond thriller. Okay, when you murder someone, you... Kill. Okay, so it's looking at a kill. A view to a kill. A view to a kill. Oh, have I not said that one? You sorry. haven't said that one, no. And this one, only you can watch it. Nobody else, because Does it, it is... Only for you. For your eyes only. Yeah, you got them all with a bit of help. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. When we spoke about this way, way back, 
you said that you remembered Tomorrow Never Dies and you remembered that it was rubbish. Was it rubbish? Which one was Tomorrow Never Dies? Can I get my notes now? Get your notes now, yes. Tomorrow Never Dies. Tomorrow. Yeah, Fiona is now consulting the Quantum Mrs. Gage of James Bond films, which I might put up on our uh, it's, blog. It's, it's some piece of work. I would say <laughs> he's pulled together a fantastic wizard. It's way, way down. Way, way down. Oh, oh, you've gone too far. You're still so young. <laughs> way, way back, back. That's it. Way down, way down. Way, way down, down in the hole. Oh, I thought you were going to go. No. Oh, next one, this one. Tomorrow, tomorrow never dies. Uh, it was quite. I think maybe the second one that we watched, as it turned out, as it turned out. I still think it was quite rubbish. Okay, that's what you did. Say at the time. Uh, you, well, um, I don't know, but it is. Nineteenth on your list. That's twenty-five. Twenty-six. So that's. That's pretty good. Um, right, yes. Okay, so, um, notes away again. Tests. <laughs> memorable. You need to bring me another glass of wine if you're more Sam's. Most memorable Bond moments. Um, Daniel Craig coming out like a Daniel <laughs> Terry Lee triangle. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, See, the problem is you think of that and you can't think of anything else. Think of um, the woman coming out of the sea, both oh, the yeah. old one and the new one. Yeah. Um, the, the woman coming covered in gold. Yes. The woman covered in oil. Uh huh. Um, car chases and blow ups, but they that were doesn't count. One. Let's be specific. Okay. Um, doesn't count. The octopod. <laughs> the octopod. <laughs> Do you want to explain what we mean by that? Uh, the octopod. See our uh, Spider Love Me uh, podcast. Okay. Um, uh, the underwater city Atlantis. Well, the underwater base Atlantis looks like the octopod from the children's BBC television series Octonauts. Falling down a banner whilst wrapping it. Oh, okay. That's from the rubbish tomorrow never dies. I know. It can have nice moments. Standing on a boat going into the Macau casino kind of thing. Um, Do you get a moment now since we've mentioned Daniel Craig again? I'll just dwell on that. Uh, the little toweling short shorts <laughs> onesie <laughs> that Sir Sean wears um, are very sexual with my memories. <laughs> you are, okay, so that's what sticks in your mind. The other thing was, we, 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 to, reca- to remind ourselves... Of Bond, we watched a few YouTube videos that were uh, compilations of the best bits of Bond, and uh, viewers' main remark from that was that hey, there haven't been any of the sex scenes in this. <laughs> so all I want is a bit of sex. Um, She's still thinking. There we haven't be... gone down a bit of sex. <laughs> there must be gadget moments, but I like it. Cue moments. I like it when he gets told about the gadgets, like uh-huh. the blowing up talcum folder and the the watch that fires out things and the pen that he clicked too many times and it's a bomb and uh, the cars, obviously mm-hmm. with the guns and the ejector seat and um, the Aston Martin particularly. Uh, driving along the river in France was it? Oh, you said that last time. Yeah, I like that. One. Rome. Rome. Um, the tiny yellow helicopter 
Uh, what is interesting about this is you haven't you you had two memories. Have I not mentioned? And it you yet? haven't mentioned either of them. Um. Oh, the 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 boat that turns in. The the car that turns into a boat. Oh yeah, the, the Lotus Esprit. Uh huh. Um. What might have I been thinking of? I don't know. Skiing. Ski chases and then skiing off a cliff with a Union Jack mm-hmm. parachute. Um, these are all my memories of God. Okay, so you don't remember. You think Jaws is dead and then he reaches out of some rubble? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, which happens in The Spy Who Loved Me. So that was a bit. And uh, Bond th- tied to a table. The infinity oh. to be cut in half by a saw. But, of course, it's not a saw. It's a laser. It's a laser. And you said, interestingly, that one was on an island, which it wasn't. But you know what? There's a sort of Tracy Island type layer is probably what I was thinking uh, of. That wasn't really in the layer, though. No, but I'm just saying that, oh, that right, okay. that's what I was And thinking. had odd job in it, which was true. It did have odd okay. job in it. So good, good work on that one. Uh, so, yes, now that you've remembered the past, can you remember the Bond films? It's time for... Do you want a Bond film quiz? Don't worry, it's multiple choice. Yeah. When we pause it, you get me another glass of wine before we <laughs> embark in this. Well, we can pause it, and another glass of wine can be got. Okay. Okay, we'll be back in a second with Fiona's Bond film quiz. And we're back. And Fiona's just asked me to quiz her hard and fast. I just say quiz me, baby. And pretend that I'm Daniel Craig, apparently. Well... <laughs> you can't have to step too far, darling. Yes. Okay, right, here we go. Ten <laughs> questions. Multiple <laughs> choice. Multiple choice. Yeah, business here, business. Okay. Multiple choice. Let What's me, the prize? Even though you know all, even if you know the answer. <laughs> Let you read them out. Let me read them out because the people at home might want to, okay, uh, those who at home might want to play along. Okay, so. Dun, 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 dun. In what film does one of, one of 007's sexy conquests snap? I oh, know. <laughs> I didn't write the question. Okay. Snap. You've made an awful mess of my hair, you sadistic brute. Hmm. A. Thunderball. B. The Living Daylights. Or C. Tomorrow Never Dies. Thunderball. Correct. One point. Well done. Uh, okay, number two. Who is the only singer to appear in the title sequence? A. Sheena Easton B. Shirley Manson or C. Madonna Madonna Sheena Easton Mm. Uh, Next one. What is henchman Red Grant's nickname for Bond in From Russia with Love which was the last one we watched so it should be fresh in your memory. What's his nickname? A. Pally B. Mr. B or C. Old Man Old Man Correct! Two points. Okay. um, What clue does the parrot chirp in For Your Eyes Only? I am a stolen parrot down 999. <laughs> Does not say I am a stolen parrot down 999. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, says A. A tack to St. Cyril's. B. 27 longitude. Or C. Under the belt. The St. Cyril's one. Correct. 
three points. I should maybe stop sounding like I'm amazed that you're getting these questions right, <laughs> since you do have a one in three chance every time. <laughs> uh, what, I actually remembered that one. <laughs> uh, what game does Camel Khan lose to Bond in Do You Know What My Name Is? I said yes. It's Octopussy. Uh, is it A, chess, B, backgammon, or C, baccarat? Backgammon. Correct. Well done. Uh, next question. How does Bond dispose of René Mathis's body in Quantum of Solace? A, he leaves it in a trunk of a car. B, he throws it in a dumpster. Or C, he covers it with rocks. Back of a car? I'm afraid he throws it in a dumpster. Not watching your Daniel Craig quite so closely, were you? Yeah. Or were you watching him too much to see what he was actually doing? Maybe. In License to Kill! How does Baddy Franz Sanchez kill his business partner, Milton Crest? A. With a crossbow. B. Burns him alive. Or C. Puts him in a decompression chamber. Puts him in a decompression chamber. Correct. Ooh, that's got at least half the points. It's all gravy from now on. Uh, is that the prize? Gravy, yes. <laughs> it is gravy. Uh, what does Fatima blush? Do you remember Fatima blush? The iridescent pirate? No? Okay. But that was the funniest thing that you said about that. Oh, is that her outfit? Yeah. Was. <laughs> uh, what does Fatima Blush have Bond do before she tries to kill him in Never, never say never again. Never, never say never again. Does she get him to A, kneel, B, write a letter saying that she was his greatest lover, or C, renounce his service to the Queen? Write a letter saying that she was his greatest lover. Correct. Right, next question. Uh, Villain Carl Stromberg in The Spy Who Loved Me doesn't like to do what? A. Shake hands. B. Eat fish. Or C. Use profanity. Shake hands. Correct. Can you remember why for a bonus point? No. He has webbed hands. Mm. Uh, a Fabergé egg figures prominently in which Bond film? Oh. Oh, which is also apt for the time of year, since it is around Easter. Well, well this is going to be going out pretty soon. So. It's a Roger Moore one, isn't it? It is. So is it A, do you know what my name is? Octopus B, license to kill. Or C, the world is not enough. Hey, it's octopusy. It is octopusy. You scored eight out of ten. Was that the end of the quiz? The end of the quiz. Well, you just had a page with like forty. I know, but I only picked. I only picked <laughs> ten of them. I knew, <laughs> I knew you weren't going to know. Pick a number between one and fifty. Um, fifty. Which of these directors was scheduled to direct a Bond film? No, I'm you're not going to know that. No, I'm you? not going to. So I picked the ones oh, that were the that by score with that. There you go. It's almost like you've watched all these films. And, and retained some of the information, which is what surprises me. Indeed. Uh, let's talk about one aspect of the Bond Pop films. music. <laughs> no, not, not yet. Not yet. Oh, we can if you want. But I was going to do that a bit later on. I, I will leave it up to your ex- experts. All right, scheduling. okay. Um, 
one aspect of the long films that we haven't spoken about yet, which is the pre-title sequence. Now, we haven't really prepared this, but do you remember any of the pre-title sequences? Well, I do remember them changing. Oh. In terms of, it used to be, earlier on, a bit of a tiny story in itself that had nothing to do with the rest of the film. Like his last mission, or whatever it is. Um, And then it moved on to being a huge amount of the actual story that wasn't what I would call a pre-title sequence. They just started the film early. Mm. Uh, which did you prefer? Well, the first one. I love this woman. <laughs> because she answered that correctly. Uh, but I'm also I'm going to ask you a supplementary question to that, although not totally related, but not, you know, directly related. Are we going to gun barrel area? No, not yet. Describe Jaws' girlfriend. Um, small, blonde with plaited pigtails, glasses, big lips. I don't know. That's it. What about her teeth? Didn't she have braces? <laughs> this is called the Mandela effect. Oh, we'll yes. wrong with this in the Moonraker podcast. But yes, she didn't. she didn't have braces. But the other thing is that, uh, in fact, there's only, I think, two, maybe three that are a completely separate story that have nothing to do with the rest of the film. I, oh, really? I agree with you. Oh, and there's a Mandela effect. There's a Mandela, there's a, there's a, there's a, when they first started, they were blah, blah, blah. The first one um, is from Russia with Love, from Russia with Love, when Red Grant is killing the fake Bond. So that is connected to the yeah. rest of the story. Uh, but at least it's its own wee sub-story. It is, but it still has a connection. Goldfinger doesn't have a connection, mm-hmm. so that's fair enough. Uh, Thunderball doesn't have a connection, so that's fair enough. You Won't Live Twice, Majesty's Secret Service, Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, Man with a Golden Gun, uh, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, all have connections to the film. But are they like the, the setup to Bond then getting the mission? Not necessarily. Some of them do. Like, You, you, you Only Live Twice does. Mm-hmm. Um, live and Let Die is very much the, the setup. Uh, it's very hard to do <laughs> to remember to sing the song. Uh, <laughs> I think diamonds are forever, all kind of it as well. Others are a bit less directly connected. Mm. Uh, but really, you've only really got no connection at all. Goldfinger, Thunderball, for your eyes only. <laughs> Do you know what my name is? I said, yes, it's Octopussy. Uh, no, that's connected, that's connected. Yeah, that's connected. That's connected, that's connected. That's connected. That's connected. And that's it. They're the only ones. There's only those four that are not connected. But everybody says the same thing. Mm. But let's move on, because I'm getting hot and I need to take this jumper off, although I think you've already spotted this, <laughs> to my other favourite thing that you've learnt about in the Bond films, which is... Gun barrels. And I have... I, still, I might have learnt about them. I might not care as much as you hope I do. Oh, well. Well, we'll all find out how much you care. And you've got all a special right. gun barrel t-shirt. I, I do. Think. A special. A specially made. Just for you. Did you get this made? I got this made. Describe it for the listeners who aren't looking at this. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six gun barrels, which one for each bond. I presume that's how it mm-hmm. works. Um, but you, you can only just tell that they're different people because they're just obviously him shooting sometimes in a hat. At <laughs> you. Uh, black and white. 
Any more description needed? That's probably about enough for now, because through the course of this podcast, you became an aficionado of the gun barrel, didn't you? I cared whether it was there, and they didn't monkey around with it. What was monkeying around with it? There was one. I can't remember what it was. (laughs) Like there was lots of gun barrel or something. Uh, Oh, no, there wasn't that. Well, we're going to find out, because we're going to do a live commentary. Oh, on the YouTube compilation of all the gun barrels. Well, this will be fun. And you can consult the T-shirt to see which ones the T-shirts come from. Because the other thing is, you think they're all the same, don't you? No, I know that's they're all different bonds. Yeah, but like, are all the Sean Connery ones the same? Oh, I see. Oh, I have no idea. Well, and so watch, and importantly too, listen, uh, because the music slightly changes as well, as you will see. And uh, is there right and wrong music? Not now. Nah, I'm not that bothered about yeah. it, but we can talk about that. Um, and uh, we'll also, you'll also obviously, uh, listeners, hear the uh, the soundtrack to this. Uh, and this is the uh, we're going to be watching the um, gun barrel uh, compilation of Double uh, O Gears, uh, Dutch Bond fan, Dutch James Bond fan on uh, YouTube. So if you want to go to YouTube and play this Hello. along with us. Um, then we will uh, we will get going. I'm queuing it up just after the first sort of title bit comes up, but before the first gun barrel comes up. Okay. Okay. There is a little bit of space between each one, so you can give us your thoughts on music, gun barrel. Can I talk over it as well? You can talk over it as well, but okay. remember to listen to. Okay. Here we go. Oh, the music's all wrong. Well, that music's okay. Mhm. There's blood. Don't like the hat. The gun barrel then moves away from him. Okay. Was it James Bond? Oh, I don't know. Didn't look much like him. That was the Doctor No One. Okay. So this is now from Russia with Love. Have a this look. This is see. the proper music. Okay. Who's that? I don't think it's for sure. It's a very similar... In fact, I, I would argue it's the same imagery that we've just seen. Apart from... Well, also... No, I think it does move in the same way, but with different music, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was from Russia Love, when I went to Goldfinger. Oh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger! Yes. Music. Similarities. And the same imagery again. I didn't realise they use this over and over again. I might come to realise how often they use this over and over again <laughs> in this little episode. The proper music. Okay. Thunderball. Watch closely. Music. But th- that is Shashawn. Yes. But He's looking very wobble. much like the other guy. Yes. With the same hat, even though... And they do something... Oh, and then the, the film comes up in the hole. Yeah. That's new. You watch watch Shashawn when he goes down on his knee, because he wobbles a bit. Okay. Uh, he's saying... Music? He's so right. Different music, different version. Who is it? Watch him. Wobble! Oh, yeah. Still, same imagery as what we've just seen. Yeah, the picture's the same. 
That's what I mean by imagery. Okay. What do you think imagery means? I don't know. Well, we're back to the film in the hall. Mm-hmm. That one opens in a funny way, it kind of goes tilts itself. Oh, no, can I just see Secret Service tune? The and was an ampersand, not to know, now it's a written and. Music. Eek. This is a bit. cheerier. That's the image you've got. And he gets wiped out. He gets wiped out, that's a bit new. But we haven't got the film appearing in the hole. Oh, we do now. Just a bit delayed. A suggestion that he goes down on one knee because that's the one he gets married in. What do you think? Some people think about this too much. Diamonds are forever! Shoshana is in black and white. Is that kind of changing it? Well, that's the end of Shoshana. Oh, On this diamonds one. Hope you can hear all this. Hope you can hear us over the uh, music. Live and let die. Listen to the music. Certainly different. Certainly different. And that's him. Oh, he holds his arm. Other than that, moves around the picture. And then the film appears in the hole. Who's been the best out of Lazenby, Connery and Moore at doing this? Doing the walk-in? You're asking me tiny, tiny differences. <laughs> Certainly the am. man with the golden gun. That's the same one, isn't it? That is the same one, yeah. I think maybe I just like Shishorn the most, and that's why I'm going to say oh. he did most. So what about now? The spy who loved me. Pop, pop, pop. Well, I like the poppy music. Do you? Yeah. Flares. Yeah. Two hands. Oh, he's not holding the other hand. No. Do you like this one? I would. I'm struggling to form an opinion about these. Well, I would suggest you find a lot to say about this one. You're going to see it quite a bit. The film appears. Maybe concentrate on the music now, because then you'll okay. listen to the music. Moonraker. You can't just sing all the titles to go from there. <laughs> Yes, again. So this isn't Bond's eye view then, is it? Because we're looking at Bond. But was it meant to be Bond's eye view in the early ones when it wasn't Bond in the... Or was that meant to be Bond? I think it was meant to be Bond. Ah, okay. Okay. For your eyes only. Oh, don't mess with the music, man. <laughs> oh no, you're far too jazzy for your own life. For your own life? You know what I mean. <laughs> You're in good. Oh. Do you know what my name is? Oh, come across there. It's better. Music. Yeah. I think in 1983 anyone was still wearing flares, apart from James Bond in the gun battle. 
You're the only one that really noticed them. I promise you I'm not. <laughs> I know, there's a lot of people like you, Doug. They're your listeners. They're your faithful public. Have you to work here? Still going with the same picture. <laughs> it's alright, Roger Moore dies now. Around with it. True, they are not. They're all very true to it. Will they still be true with Timothy Dalton? The living daylight. Music. Slightly different, but okay. He's quite good at it. Oh, is he there? Sure himself, no wobbles. Don't need two hands. I like it. License to kill. What are they doing with the music? And they just made it all wrong. <laughs> Only geeks, whatever this sort of stuff. You know. <laughs> You've asked me to form an opinion, so I have. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't. Golden eye. What about this music? What are they doing to it? Look, the, the shininess has all changed. Yeah. I. Oh, and they've gone and given it a drum beat. No, I don't like it. What? Oh, and, he's, and it's just swiggling around. <laughs> swiggling around. And it's around. gone to the left instead of the right. That's well, I think wrong. it depends where the picture of what's happening in the film. Hmm. Tomorrow never dies. What do you think about the blood? Think about the blood. Is it just about to change? I'd be wrong. I don't mind the shininess inside the uh, iris thing, but the computer-generated blood just never looks right. Ah, uh, do you think? Even the animated blood, I think, looks better. The world is not enough. It doesn't all, look too bad. It's all getting a bit same old, same old for the yeah. piercing, isn't it? I think when they try and turn it and you see the shininess moving, the blood then looks bad. Ah. Because it's not falling over the picture, it's being turned. Okay. It's all drum and no tune. <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened there, Fiona? A bullet came at me in a very wrong way. Bond is such a good shot that he shot down the eyepiece of, of someone else's somebody gun. Else's gun. Casino Royale. Ooh. Now that was at the end of the pre-title sequence. Oh yes, because they did it all wrong. But I, I see, I was prepared to forgive that. There was a lot of change. The gun barrel shininess looked all different, and the blood was very different. Mm-hmm. Quantum of Solace. Oh, this is quite good. See that? Oh, no, that's wrong. 
So it goes to the title. The, the inside of the gun barrel was different again, mm-hmm. better than the last time, and the blood was quite good, but then the gun barrel turned into the title of the film. Which I like, like how Daniel Craig looks like he can't be bothered. But this is just beneath him. It's the only thing you Look, like about Daniel Craig. Although this is a different one. Oh. It's a bit laconic in this one. Well, that, that again I like as well. But they don't move the gun barrel after he shoots. But the biggest problem with these two, quite much all this in Skyfall, Skyfall is they're at the end of the film. Well, that is a, a tragedy. Yes. Tragedy? Oh no, we don't have to do everything. That's a song. <laughs> at least the music's been right for all the Daniel Craig ones. Mm. See, this is the gun barrel's back to the old one. Yeah, it doesn't move. I didn't mind them moving. And then he goes into shadow for some reason. Yeah. So, the gun barrel. That's the most opinion you'll ever get from me about the gun <laughs> barrel. There's all the different, look, all the different... Uh, they are slightly different colours, which is interesting. that they take. Yeah, so you see the first boy, who isn't Bond. Oh. And then Connery in black and white. And then Lazenby in colour. Then the various movers and what have you. So that was the gun barrel uh, uh, commentary. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> Shall we do the songs? Oh, the songs. Because we, you, we, you have been doing your homework diligently like a good uh, student. Uh, and you've been listening to the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk in a minute about which ones you like and don't like, etc. Uh, but this is the time we're going to run down your uh, top of the pops of the films. And we're going to do this by talking about the uh, singing the songs, all the titles of the films. Can we do so, it in the order you gave them to me? No. No, no, we're not talking about the songs now. We're just going to oh, do right, okay. this, 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 right? Okay. So, right at the bottom of the shop was, we haven't really spoken about it today, um... The uh, American TV version of Casino Royale from back in 1954, black and white, remember? You were shit. Which is why you rated it right at the bottom. Then a film that you loved the first half of, but disliked the second half of, which was the 1967 James Bond playing at Casino Royale. Casino Royale. He's come to save the world and we're in the girl at Casino Royale. Why did I like the beginning of it? I don't know, but you really liked the first half, and then you didn't like the second half. Uh, then the other, other non-canon, I think, I don't think you quite got your head around non-canon, no. uh, of Connery's return in Never, never say never again, never, never say never again. Which, although you didn't like the film very much, you clearly enjoyed the song. <laughs> gotcha. uh, then it was, he has a powerful weapon, he charges a million a shot. An assassin, the second to none. Man with the golden gun. Uh, and above that, what? I like the tune more than I placed that in the. Yes, okay. We'll uh, that. Was the one that you insisted the instrumental theme had been in other films? What? On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Her Majesty's Secret Service. That's a Bond film. That's a Bond tune that I know in my heart. (laughs) I suspect that possibly, possibly, in the Nintendo 64 video game of Goldeneye. Of what? Go. 
do. Uh, Tom Jones sort the song the song for number seven, which is Thunderball. <laughs> I couldn't remember what Cotter. happened in front of that. Almost as controversial as you're putting Goldfinger as low as number 15 is you're putting this as high as number 6. Die. Another day. <laughs> it's electric music, isn't it? <laughs> uh, and then the top five, then the top five contain uh, one Connery, one Brosnan, and three Daniel Craigs. There is no way that you are in any way influenced <laughs> By somebody who looks like a daily triangle. Uh, but <laughs> number five... That picture, it isn't that triangular. He's just all good. Number five, the original and the best. A film which, in on this watch... Oh, is that I the best? The original and the best Bond. Oh, okay. A film which, on this watch, I have begun to think might actually be my favourite Bond of all time. Oh, really? Is... Diamonds are forever. Forever, forever. Now, two, the next two both have uh, songs that don't contain the title of the tune. Oh, was the song. So do you remember the song for number four, Casino Royale 2006? Um, I like this song. I'm yourself because no one else here will save you. The coldest blood runs through my veins. You know my name. Uh, and one above that, again, this is controversial that it would be so high and that it would be rated higher than uh, Casino Royale. Although I, I think it's one that's growing over time in, in popularity. And that is uh, our very own namesake, Quantum of Solace. Do you remember what the tune for that one was? And all that you can get is just... Another way to die. I don't think you're going to like that tune very much. Would that be right? Well, it doesn't have the title of the song yet. Oh, that I'll it? tell you my breakdown of why I like it. All right, okay. Well, that is number three. The runner-up spot goes to... Dun, 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 dun. Golden Eye. Which means that, in Fiona's opinion, the best James Bond film of them all is... Skyfall! When you crumble! <laughs> it's like Adele is in the room with us. <laughs> so, let's talk about the songs then. We've the not songs had enough of the themselves. songs. No, we can, we're now talking about them themselves. Okay. What's, uh, just give me, the, give me the basic lowdown on them. All of them, right. So, I'm going to, oh, have, have I got my phone? I'll tell you what they are. So the first one James was Bond the theme. traditional one, mm-hmm. um, which I was wondering how many films actually used it, but it does, you say it does feature, so that's good. It's not just me making it up. has three parts to the song I quite liked. Okay. Um, but no words. And definitely not the title in it, so loses points for that. Doctor No. <laughs> doctor, Doctor No. Doctor, 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 Doctor No. Yeah. Doctor, 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 Beat. <laughs> Could be a plagiarism case there, I think. So, the second song from Russia with love. At least it has the title in it. Is that is that, the, is that all you can say about it? There's no punchy bits, and it's rubbish. <laughs> There's no punchy bits, and it's rubbish. Can I just say that uh, for the purposes of this, 
Fiona is only uh, is only talking about the songs that are played over the opening credits, with the exception of the vocal version of "From Russia with Love," because that's just the James Bond theme and uh, instrumental version of "From Russia with Love." Okay. So from now on, it's the ones that are over the title sequence. Okay. So number three, it was dun, 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 dun. Good. classic. Good belter. Finger. It's got light and dark. It's got the title. Possibly the best. Ooh. And that's why I wrote down when I heard All it. Right. Okay. Well, are you going to tell us what the best is in in us in our review of them, or are you going to? No, no. I'll, 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 I'll okay. So that's, that's, a, that's a contender. Contender. Oh, okay. Number four. Tom Jones, the voice from the valleys. And Good. he strikes like thunderball. Good Bond start, that is key. Oh, okay. You need to have a strong start that's Bondy. Then it gets a bit softer. Um, but it has the sort of cadre of wah, 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 that's good and Bondy. And Bondy. So it has points. Right. Got the title in it. Good. But not a contender. All right then. Next up, Nancy Sinatra singing. <laughs> What was the actual title? You. Yes. Okay. Um, I thought it was a bit Austin Powersy. Oh, okay. Is it all instrumental? I think she took a while to get. Well, ha- you have to get Albert Abrocki and Harry Saltzman present. Yeah, oh, is that why it's, Sean Connery has, it's only after James one Bond minute that you actually get the... You only live twice, <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, but yeah, that was rubbish. Oh, okay. Number six, then, is... On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Um, not punchy, bit wet. I thought it was like Roger Moore was a bit wet, but then I said not sure if it was a Moore film. At least the title's in it. It's not more. It's not in it. I'm sure you've got the right one there. Didn't I? Don't know. Okay. I I can't remember. Anything. I think the writing this. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, I was thinking we're on to more at this point, and therefore oh. rubbish, and I forgot about Ladies and Beer. Okay, okay. So number seven then is Shirley Bassey. Good Bobby strong Shatter. start. Diamonds are forever. Well, uh, I'm out of sync. I now. think you're out of sync. Oh, no, here. Good, strong start, Bond cadence. Why, I know. No words. Something. See, I think that, that's the, uh, that's on our Majesty's Secret Service that you're talking about there. So, I was up to seven. Oh, did I give you Casino Royale? Ah, so that's number five. Is yeah. the theme from Casino Royale? That's why it sounds like Austin Powers. Yes. Yeah, so what has that guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 you with me now. Sorry, I'm with you now. Well, why don't you stick with us? Because then you can see the names. So, yes. So go back to number six then, which is you only live twice. You only live twice. Okay. Um, not punchy, a bit wet. You, you thought it might be Roger Moore. Yes. Is it Roger Moore? No. No. Well, there we go. But at least the title's in it. Okay. And then it is... 
Number on, seven is... On His Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, no, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Service. Good strong start. It's got the Bond tune, or the tune I associate with Bond for some reason. <laughs> for some reason. Why do I know it? I don't know. It's got no words, and it hasn't got the title in it, so it loses points on that. Thanks for sticking with it this far, guys. Um, next one. No, 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 no. We have to. We have to cover everything. Everything right. must be covered. Diamonds are forever. Forever, forever. It does stop. When I, now you've explained the thing about it has to say broccoli and what's in it. So the soft start. I was like, I didn't like that. But classic. Um, classic. But I might be influenced oh. by your imitation of Shirley Bassey. That just brings me joy. So I'm, I'm sure that is part of it. Um, it's a ballad. You can belt it. Um, not a contender. But then the tune is not punchy in the middle. <gasps> but it's Shirley that brings it. It's all. Mm-hmm. So that's why the tune doesn't get the points. All right, then. But no, it's not a contender. Okay. And then it is live and live and let die. Do, do. So starts what I called because this is obviously uh, Paul McCartney. Ding, ding, soft we are, soft yeah, Beatles yeah. start. Sounds oh, like okay. a Beatles song. All right. Well, there's a reason for that. Then it gets oh, going. Oh, the Beatles, you know. It has its title in it. Live and let die. But it's got ding, many chapters, ding. much like a film. Well, the band, band. It's got the deep. Oh, and you got a job to do. Sorry, uh, I'm not talking about that bit yet. All oh, right, okay. We're still in the ding ding bit. Yeah, bang bang, da 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 Then it goes a bit psychedelic, and there's a bit of the Caribbean in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's in Jamaica. And then bang bang, and I had to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> because there's too many bits to it so I couldn't sum it up as one good tune not contender no see I think I think I think maybe you need to listen to it a bit more because I think that one has the, potentially is the high watermark of both Bond themage and also McCartney edge well and given that McCartney is influenced. a stone cold genius for that to be possibly his peak is, but, is fairly something. But I was just like, I want a Bond tune to not be that complex. Oh. I know I know. I mentioned this on the podcast, but you know, he wrote it. He read the book, and he worked out that the book had different sections, and he wrote a bit for each section. Well, as I say, overthought. Genius. The man's a genius. So, man with the golden gun. <laughs> Strong start. <laughs> what I've called poke, 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 poke. Trombones. <laughs> I like what, that that's bit. exactly what John Barry had written down. Pop, 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 trombones, please. But you know what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, and the singing is powerful. Lulu. Well. Oh, like singing is large. a powerful weapon. Um, the ballad. It's a ballad. It has a title in it. It's. Um, well, we are responding about the fact that it's about his cock. I didn't notice that. He has a powerful weapon. Oh yes, no, I didn't know you're shocked. Love is required whenever he's hired. Yeah, that's a bit like Western musical. Mm, yeah. Um, and then there's it a soft the rubbish bit. Possibly the best. No. Okay. Eleven. Um, 
Weak start, weak throughout, no title, worst. Worst? Nobody does it better? Yes. Nobody does. It's not a pod theme. Well, what, but what if it had been sung by, as it was at the end of the film, if you remember, the uh, James Bond close harmony singers? Nobody does. It's better. Makes me feel sad for the rest. I like that they did that. I enjoyed the Still different versions really of the tune, but it didn't improve the song. Oh, controversial opinion there, Fiona. But that's, what we're, that's what we like for you, having you here for. Because I have no actual influence. Um, Next one. Just like the moon. I had to look up which film it was. It was rubbish. It was soft. It does have the title in it, but it's not a belter. Bad. They wanted Frank Sinatra to sing that. Can you imagine it's rubbish? You're right. I, I think I do not rate it. Okay. Uh, imagine presenting that to Frank Sinatra and expecting he would say, okay, then. Anyway, moving on to... For your eyes only can see me it's, through It's a gig of the 80s, slow start, soft, rubbish, gets a bit belterish, too romantic. Oh, okay. They want romance. I quite like the Bond tunes that are actually about the baddie. Rather than about Bond himself. Okay. Um, number 14, the um, all-time high. An all-time high. Thank you, because no one would have remembered which... You know who's a good version of this? <laughs> Pulp. Really? Yeah. You'll have to play me it's that. It's on bit. the uh, David Arnold, Shaken and Star, James Bond pro- uh, project CD. Uh, it's really good. Okay. Uh, so there's lots of saxophone, romantic rubbish, no title. Okay. <laughs> Number but now, now, now they get good. Now they get good. Dang. Dang. Dang, 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 dang. Never, never. Oh, no, now they don't get good. Forget it. Never this. say never again. So never. It's got the title in it. I'll give it that. Yeah. It's catchy. Is it? Well, we like singing We like it, it yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not romantic, so maybe that gets at points. But it's not Bond. And it's two eighties. Gone too far with the eighties now. <laughs> but two eighties melody because this is very eighties. Well, it's eighties pop. I'm just let me say. Okay. I literally wrote that, and the next song started, and I wrote wonderfully eighties. <laughs> so eighties could be bad and good in this in this scoring. Uh, so this, what we're talking about is a view to a kill. That's punchy. Into the fire. It's got the title in it. I like it. It's electric pow, pow, pow. <laughs> Big tick. That's pow, what pow. I wrote. <laughs> so, yes. Full of piss and vinegar. <laughs> yes, I like that pow, one. Pow, pow, pow. But I didn't write a contender or anything. Oh, okay. Like now, that. some people think the next one is a pale retread of A View to a Kill. I, I think it is better. I daylight. I've written good bond start. That's, that's the... Uh, it's like a woo bit at the start. The living daylight. It's a bit of an electric nod. <laughs> yes, I hate an electric nod. <laughs> Long time till you get to the title. This is when I started noting down the time you actually heard oh, the right. title. Uh, and not one strong voice. Is this lots of voices? Uh, yeah, I could, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, in 19... What's that then? Golden Eye! Dunk, 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 dunk. Good Bond start. Um, it was quite instrumental until, because obviously the 
title is the first words, isn't it? Uh, so it had to be one. No, it's not. I don't think that was. No, it's uh, not in that one. Okay. Uh, but it's a great song. Okay. Even though you had to wait for that golden eye moment. 20. 20 years. Tomorrow never, never dies. dies. No. Tomorrow never dies. Do, 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 do. That one starts like that. Yeah. That I was think... about Bond. You, you won't like it. Well, I, I think I like the voice that's being sung in. Who is it? Cheryl Cole. Ah, I liked her voice. Uh, it's a ballad. It is ballad. Ballad bit, no title. The title comes along, and then it's a bit psychedelic. It's too many chapters, a bit like not oh, in a okay. good, not as good as. Yes, it's not as good as Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. But it had the same failings. Um, okay. Where are we up to? Twenty-one. The world oh, is not enough. Good I like start. This one. I think this one gets overlooked a bit. But we're starting to think the last few have been very similar to each other. Really? Uh, that's, oh, okay. what that's what I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. Good, though. Okay. Well, the next one's certainly different. Yes, but the problem <laughs> not with... Just not different the way I want it to be. Die. And I'm not today is I knew this as a Madonna song before I realised it was a Bond song. Sigmund Freud analysed this. <laughs> Why? That's what it's saying, isn't it? Does Sigmund she? Freud analysed this. Sigmund Freud yeah. analysed this. Uh, it's got the title in it, but mm. it's a not a bond Actually, that way, I had grown on me. I remember first hearing that and thinking, seriously? Mm. They're putting this in a bond film? But it has grown on me in the uh, in the interim 20, or 20 years. Now, this is... Uh, Into the Daniel Craig era. You know my name? Yep. I love this one. You just like the ones that are up-tempo, Christopher. I certainly do. Good Bond start. It's a man singing. That's, man it's singing. been a while since we had a man. Oh, yes. Um, it goes with the credits. It's kind of weird and that. But, however, I was like, which film is it? Spectre? Mm. Good song. <laughs> Belter. But Lucy's Pots. How, no how are you spelling? Hmm. <laughs> it's a question mark. <laughs> right. That's how you pronounce a question mark. I didn't realise. <laughs> I must I must use that in the future. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> how do you do? <laughs> If only we weren't social distancing and I could go and meet somebody tomorrow <laughs> and use the question mark noise. You would, wouldn't you? I would. You sleep okay? No. Watch out for that tomorrow. I'll be all over it. Anyway. Carry on. Yeah, so the fact I had no idea what the film, which film it was. It came from. Made it. Can you just fill in the blank there? Which one is this? <laughs> the um, twenty. Three, you know my name. Oh, that's from Casino Royale. Okay. And then uh, 24, Another Way to Die. Think, think, think. Samey <laughs> as the one we've think, just had. Think. Good start. <laughs> Heartbeat bit. That's what I thought that bit was called. Think, think, think. Uh, takes a while to get going. Tempo a bit wrong, but I like the song. <laughs> uh, has title in it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Unless you think the film's called Another Way to Die. Maybe. It's just Another Way to Die. But not a, not a, there's no key belt of it. Okay. Uh, 25, Skyfall. Another Skyfall. It's actually, even though I know it as is a belter, mm-hmm. it's got a long romantic start. Yep. Her, um, and I love her voice, so it's hard, that's influencing things. It does go with the credits, 
When she gets to it, it's a belter. It's a great mm-hmm. song, but I don't think it's better than the other ones that I love. I think I think what was interesting about Skyfall is that the, and I think they've done that since, is they now seem to, I think they did it in the past as well, pick artists who they know will have hits. Yeah. So they knew that they would get a built-in audience with Adele who would wait for the belter bit. Yeah. But of course, because she wrote it, her and um, mm. Paul Epworth, her producer, they wrote it. So can they, Eon didn't necessarily know what they were going to get when they... You know, when they gave her that thing. Of course, they also auditioned quite a few folk. Can they let a few people write yeah. the song and then see which one they like? I do like Skyfall, the song. Yeah. Although I think it's a little bit Shirley Bassey by the numbers, isn't it? A bit. A bit. Anyway. Number 26 is... I've been here before and always hid the floor. I don't like this one. Still don't like this one after five years. Which film is it? Loses points for that. <laughs> I like the song. Not a bad song. But it's a bit too pathetic. A bit ballady. Mm-hmm. I did listen to the end. Did you not listen to the end of some of them? Well, you know when I knew it. I was like... Oh, right. Oh, but did you maybe listen, not, did you maybe listen to the end so that you could... I mean, I, I, listened, I listened to them all first. Uh-huh. And then I went back to write my notes. Right. So if I was like, oh, no, it's this one, I know what I think about Oh, I, I get it, I get anyway, it. Okay. Right. I thought you were maybe waiting to hear the title, so we'd like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spectre. Um, <laughs> and it's probably all about the film, but maybe a bit like you don't like the Bond films that have all the emotions. Mm-hmm. I don't like the Bond themes that have all the emotions. Oh, interesting. interesting. Um, and then so now, let's throw forward to the future. No, number 27. That's number 27. No Time to Die. Yes, well, we haven't seen No Time to Die. That's the new one. Oh, but can I not have an opinion about this? You the can, but I'm saying let's throw forward. Oh, right, okay. Um, slow start. Um, I've written Fallen for a Lie, Bondi. Oh, is it? that's obviously... Fallen for a Lie. The line is, yeah. is Bondi, so that's good. The title is in it. Mm-hmm. But it's at the end of the line, and it doesn't seem to go with the rest of the lyrics. Well, I think it's a very interesting one. I mean, first of all, of course, this is maybe the first one where we've. I don't think I'm at all the audience for Billie Eilish, and she's not trying to get me to buy her records. I don't know who she is. Uh, she's she's very she's young. Very I, think, I don't think she's even twenty yet. Yeah, okay. Um, but I I do quite like it, but I'm not really sure why I like it. Mm. I think it's going to grow on me. And now it's got a lot longer to grow on me before I see the film than normal. I know, that's uh, you know, isn't it? <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting to see. It's one of the things that you want to revisit mm. in a few more years and go, actually. And you want to see how do they incorporate it into the titles? Mm. How do they incorporate the melody into the score of the film? Um, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, but it's more intriguing to me than the writings on the wall was. Yeah. I kind of was kind of pretty dismissive of that pretty fast. Um, but this one is more more in, more intriguing. So you must have our favourite. You've said that. Uh, well, I'm, I must admit, I, I kind of honed in on the three gold ones. Right. Um, I think. That would be Goldfinger, the man with, with the, the golden, golden gun, gun. and, and Goldfinger. I think it's Goldfinger. 
Goldfinger. Would you say that was an okay choice? I would, uh, I would say it's interesting because you know, like they have polls online and all that mm. kind of stuff, and they generally revolve around uh, the James Bond theme itself. Mm. No way. Goldfinger. And live and let die. Oh, really? Uh, those, so if I'm not going to choose live three, and let die, Goldfinger was one yeah. to go for, okay. Personally, for me, That's I... That's live and let die for you. No, no, I think James Bond theme. Oh, it's really? A, I think it's a great bit of music. It is a good bit of music. I just know it so well. But... Yeah, that is, that is hard. Uh, but I would, put, I would put live and let die second. But that might be a bit of pro-McCartney bias. The yeah. best kind of bias. Uh, <laughs> before Goldfinger... Okay, well, that was very interesting taking us through the songs and what you thought of them. Let us get to the end bit of this podcast now. You're nearly there, guys. We're nearly there. Hang in there. We'll uh, we'll start handing out the blankets soon Uh, and the uh, energy drinks. Um, So, what appeals to women... Daniel Craig. ...about James Bond films? (laughs) Daniel Craig, okay, is he number one? Are we are we entering into the women aren't treated very well in some of the films? If you want to talk about that, we can. Well, I must. I'm going to try to be positive first and say, Bond, why? Yeah, you have you enjoyed it in the on the whole? On the whole, I have. Why? Um, I like the action. Mm-hmm. It's usually quite a fast pace for these things. Mm-hmm. It's not too complex. Mm-hmm. Um. There's, I think there is there is a comfort in kind of knowing what you're gonna get, mm-hmm. um, so you can kind of look forward to it, as it were. The plus size of a formula, um, and I think even though there is the sometimes the uh, I'm getting sidetracked by that. Um, <laughs> it's why this TV's playing some bum things. Um, there are some downsides to how he treats women. There is an attraction to someone being in charge and having his, his one goal in mind. There is the mission that is above all else. He doesn't have a life himself. It's all about the job. You know, the, his his focus is is quite attractive to to watch, mm-hmm. and and sometimes there are twi- twists. Though I quite enjoyed reading in your notes the shock twist, girl is actually baddie like three or four times. Three films in a row. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, you just you're comforted by getting what you're wanting, which is the same lines, the same character, some of the same parts. It's interesting you say that because I think that that's where the Daniel Craig films have kind of fallen down a bit for me because they, they do do something different. And I can mm. see the you worth in that. the feelings. Yeah, well, the feelings is only part of it, though. Okay? I mean, they are... Can he does go rogue a bit more. Mm. Um, uh, that sort of thing happens. Um, but yet, because I'm looking for the comfort and I don't have... Yeah. I don't have the... Triangle well, I'll just watch him yeah. and that'll, that'll see me through this. But I must admit, this is my retrospective after watching them all. Yeah. Before, when I was enjoying the Daniel Craig ones, I I wasn't familiar with the formula, so that wasn't part of the attraction. You know, 
I was watching it as a film, and mm-hmm. I do still now enjoy it just as a film on its own. Yeah, oh, there's no question that they are good films. They're good films. Yeah. I also enjoy... Possibly better films than the previous James <gasps> Bond films are. Okay, yes. I've, not, I've said that before. That's oh, yeah. um, but I also like the kind of banter, quite wit- quick-witted banter between Q and Bond and M and Bond and, and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And it's a bit like, say, in West Wing, when you're enjoying the very clever people being clever with each other and, and making play on words and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. into a, a world of people you would want to be in charge of fixing the world. So are there any other negative aspects of um, the um, women, women in generally? Um, well, I'm sure if I knew anything about... Russian politics, it probably doesn't reflect the true nature of, of the Cold War. No, it's probably pretty broad brush in that, <laughs> yes, yes, uh-huh. um, Not a lot of room for uh, for uh, subtlety no. in Bond. Um, and, you know, Bond being the archetypal English man mm-hmm. might not be a good stereotype for England. I think... I think a certain kind of British person, I wouldn't necessarily narrow it down to English people, uh, a certain type of British people, British person can latch on to some of the more, some of what I would think are the more negative aspects of James Bond's actions, um, and think, I suppose this is much like a lot of things, things that are very popular. It's like you can't say, but you, but don't enjoy it for this reason. You have to enjoy it for the right reasons. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's good that there's something that we can all kind of get behind. And you think about the fact that he was the one that was chosen to bring the Queen into the Olympic mm. ceremony and all that sort of thing. Um, I think that I think that was done very well because it was kind of a nod to both sides of the Bond is very much the establishment figure, and Bond sometimes is a little a knock, mm. knock at the establishment. I think. Um, so yes, uh, I think I think that that's that was I think you're right. That was a slightly negative quality of of Bond's uh, establishmentness from yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing that you've said quite a bit, uh, and in fact you've said it just in the last couple of days, is that uh, you would not like our son, who is currently seven years old, to watch a James Bond film. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is forever? Or is that for now? I mean, how the comments, mature does someone have to be to, and, and, and what, are the, what are your concerns? Well, I mean, the comment was really made because it surprised me. Because if I'd left my opinion based on viewing it at the time, mm-hmm. I would have thought there's nothing wrong with what with watching it, and it's only watching it with fresh eyes, probably with my own current filter of especially the acceptability to women thing mm-hmm. it all went over my head before i never noticed it and now i'm seeing it and i'm just like oh and i probably i could wouldn't even blink an eye because uh, there's some subtleties in it sometimes mm-hmm. that um that wouldn't register uh so maybe that's not a problem um but i just think the only way this, the only, what I would feel compelled to do was say, right, that was a film that was made a while ago. Let's have a discussion about what was wrong. Mm-hmm. And 
which draws more attention to it than probably yeah. if it were just washed over. But I would feel compelled to do that because there's a chance that it didn't wash over him and that he would go away thinking that was okay or or something. Maybe not that's okay, but um, it's not a big deal. So, um, Do you think that applies to all, all of the films or just specific ones? I mean, the worst one was the one with um, Holly Go Like Me in it. Is that right? Pussy Galore. Pussy Galore. Did she, that was the same actress that played no no alright <laughs> uh, but anyway the no. one that was a lesbian that he turned Gold by one, one kiss mm-hmm. um, so that's probably what's front of my mind when I'm having this discussion yeah. about mm-hmm. that's the one that I think will be hardest to I mean, decide we, when it we went. had a big discussion on the Goldfinger podcast yeah. we were with Kate and Craig at that point oh yeah uh, for that episode um, we didn't really have that big discussion afterwards, but I did sometimes think maybe we're just taking the discussion as red yeah. because of the Goldfinger discussion. Uh, I mean, there's still certainly a few more times when there's resistance to him kissing a woman and then she mm-hmm. gives in. And I just think the fact that he carried on after resistance was just the wrong message to be okay. going around. So I think to answer your original question, it would be an age at which you then could have a conversation about it. Okay. So I think much older than he is now in terms of understanding these concepts and understanding the concept of, of consent and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know, 10, 11, something like that. Okay. But I'm sure if we went through them film by film, mm-hmm. I would say actually that, yeah, that one he can watch, that one he can watch, you know, we could probably grade well, them. Well, you could probably watch. Well, there, are, there are films now that you yeah. could watch. Well, the other element that I think at his age, though, considering some of the stuff he watches, um, there's yes, a lot. We haven't touched on violence in this. Well, that's what I was just about to come on to. Is there's a lot of killing, mm-hmm. and when you compare it to Star Wars, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. But I think some of the close quarters killings. Does that make sense? Like the slitting of throats mm-hmm. or um, that kind of level of stuff. I would have to think about. But I don't think there's much. I don't think there's much gratuity much cool, in that. You don't see still... that, but it's it's certainly intimated, and it? it's going to be a bit like. <laughs> I always come back to this as, as the as the great example of this, um, the bull charging at Terry Scott in Carry On Camping, when in fact you never even see the bull, mm. but because of the the techniques of editing, you think you've seen a film a bull charge at Terry but Scott. But it's more even. It's not just the blood and guts or whatever it is. It's more just the. I think there's something cold and calculating and evil or certainly got more layers to it Mm -hmm. than just madly shooting at people, which should be the other way around. Well, the the books were described quite famously as sex and sadism. Mm. Do you think that is that... Does does it delight in its its violence and its infliction? I think when when it's a bit like finally, finally got the baddie mm-hmm. and my revenge and it's personal. Mm-hmm. There is become a, personal. It's become personal. personal to begin with. And I think there is an element of that that can be quite uh, distasteful. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes the light and dark of the film, mm-hmm. but it's, it's something that I would have to keep in mind when, when making that decision about the kid. But it's interesting because I, I think the kind of conclusion, or certainly one of the bits of discussion we had during the Goldfinger thing was whether this film should be seen 
at all. It sounds to me as though now you're more in the position of that the the viewer has to have a certain maturity and with an appropriate discussion afterwards, yeah, this would be acceptable to. I think it it's a, it would be an interesting reflection of cultural history. And I, in that respect, I don't think there's anything that we should really not um, allow to be seen, mm-hmm. as long as we then reflect what's what is wrong about it. I think. But having said that, I wouldn't want to show him anything that would give him nightmares or anything like that. So. Do you think there are nightmarish visuals in any? I, I, no, I'm no, not... I'm just saying it doesn't extend to all films. Oh, I see. Right. There isn't a. He, there's nothing we should, you know. I'm not one of these. Censorship is all awful, and we mm-hmm. shouldn't cut anything from allowing him to be to to see stuff. But I think because it always has a reflection of culture, society at the time. If it was a popular film, you know, and that's always interesting. But I think uh, I don't think there's anything that springs to mind that's particularly gruesome about Bond films because a lot of the violent violent scenes are quite quick so you're not dwelling on it mm-hmm. if you know what I mean yes it's not gratuitous it's not no. it's not graphic no I mean some of the most horrendous films I've seen you don't actually see it. it's the concept mm-hmm. of the thing actually saying that I would say um like Bond being tortured in the Daniel Craig thing by with a carpet beater with the uh, being naked on a chair yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that concept even though you didn't really see much was actually quite upsetting mm-hmm. so that's the thing that I would probably worry more about if you're at a stage where you could have a conversation about it mm-hmm. because that thing might be haunting mm-hmm. I mean I would say that the, the Daniel Craig films tend to be shown after the watershed mm. uh, in the UK anyway at this point um, everything, else is, everything else is Sunday afternoon but nowadays I doubt they would show um, Pussy Glow. Sunday, I think it was two Sundays ago. Really? Yes. Did they edit out any of the? Mm, not that bit. They might edit. They, they usually edit out some of the uh, violence. Mm. The famously the octopusy yo-yo saw always gets edited out. Um, it's like a it's like a circular saw thing, and the guy's above Bond on a balcony, and he goes down like a yo-yo, and then. Cuts up a bed that Bond's on and comes back up. Oh, right. uh, and also um, throwing stars. I think they are in. Uh, oh, is this more that kids are, are, might end up playing yes, with these the, things? It's, things yeah. it's, it's imitable violence, isn't mm. it? Is the thing that they always cut. But in terms of the, well, to be honest, you can't. You know, Goldfinger depends. The film of Goldfinger, the plot of Goldfinger depends on Pussy Galore changing sides. And the only way she changes sides in the film is through, sex. is through Bond convincing her that her lesbianism is not. But I do think that thing, even though it's awful, the fact she was a lesbian in the first place is often missed by. Oh yes, yes. I, I don't think I ever realised she was a no. lesbian when I first saw it. Uh, no, because I think it's, it's sort of a fairly oblique reference yeah. about you know I'm not interested ever. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's about, as I say, it's interesting that it, uh, could could your position on this be summed up as never say never again? <laughs> All I'm saying is not now. Not now. Okay. Um, so, uh, speaking, that obviously we were speaking there specifically about um, children uh, watching these films. 
Do you think, having watched these 20-odd films, um, do you think you'll ever... Do you think you'll ever watch them again? And do you think you'll ever actively want to watch them again? Well, I've enjoyed the project. And just for the fact that we've done this makes me think I have a fond memories. I probably would want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I think I do want to... So we'll start next week? <laughs> <laughs> I joke, I joke. I could do the Daniel Craig one. Um, <laughs> but I, and I would want to watch them with our son. Um, so maybe introducing people to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I doubt I would ever, you know, sit down on my own and watch one. Ooh, we're really fancy a bit of yeah. Moonraker. But ask me again in a year after I've, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't need to ask you in a year. I'll need to ask you in a few months. When... Well, I certainly want to see the new one. I want to see the new one. Yeah, yeah. Do you think you want to see it more? I like your hopeful thinking. Or a few. Do you think you want to see it more than you did before? doing this uh, project. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or do you think you want to see it like, You definitely think this more, is... Yeah, I, I've got more out of it. I've seen more layers to the whole series and, and all that. And I'm sure uh, I will be asking, I'm asking on behalf of our wonderful listeners, uh, will you come back and tell us about it? Of course I will. Hooray! So in that case, we can see, uh, although we are uh, finished now, thank you very much for all your... Uh, 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 insight and opinion and uh, uh, incisive uh, comment on on the films, uh, but we can see. Join us next time when there'll be a little of him and a quantum of Mrs. Bye. Bye.